Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. Let's talk about cats. Let's talk about cats. It's about time. And June is National Cat Adoption Month. So I always have a question about these, like, supposed government holidays that you can't find any source for but yeah do they even rise to the level of government holidays people will say that on a website somewhere okay and then i'll try to source it and it's just a bunch of websites referring to other websites national donut month yeah i don't know but supposedly yes it's national adopt a cat month slap your friend on the back and pull them in for a side hug day yes exactly you should make that (laughs) um but this month I'm adopting a kitten. Wow. Okay. So you are following the month's directive for your life. Yes. I didn't know it would be happening this way. We've been planning on adopting a kitten for several months. And Uh. we said we would go on summer solstice, which is in June. Okay. Then in researching this talk that I'm going to tell you about today, I was like, wait, look at this. June. Adopt a cat month. Oh, just a happy coincidence. Happy then. coincidence. Okay. A happy cat coincidence. <laughs> meow incident. God, it's a meow incidence. Oh, the first one was pretty good, too. Oh, really? You like yeah. that one? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But I like meow incident. I'll let the- you're, you're on fire. <laughs> I'll let the listener decide. Paw incidence? Okay. So I went to a talk at Conscious Life Expo by a woman named Sylvie Sterling. And it was a free workshop, and it was called Cats Are Our Ascension Guides. Cats Are Ascension Guides. Okay. All right, I've got the schedule open. I'm sure everyone wants to hear the description of this talk. Oh, and I see there is a full-page ad for it next to that description. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's facing you while this is facing me. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I wonder how much it cost her to get this full-page ad in the Oh, I might be able to answer that because they did try to sell me one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to say it was like $175. Oh, what a steal. Yeah. We should get an ad. We should get an ad. Might be the end of our appearances at Conscious Life Expo. Maybe. Well, I mean, if it were just for the pod, I think we'd get by. Have you ever wondered what your cat's role is in your life? Mm. Your cat is entwined with you on a soul level. Okay, true. They understand you have purposeful work to do. They purr, I get it. Now you've got my attention. And wait... They they understand you have purposeful work to do and wants to assist you mm. to embody your highest awakened self. I mean Got some subject verb disagreement. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of talks here and not a lot of copy editing. As an internationally acclaimed cat whisperer, author, healer, teacher, and ascension guide, Sylvie Sterling will help you access your telepathic gifts to connect deeply with your feline companion and ask what their purpose is with you. In this workshop, Sylvie will tap into divine realms and provide 
that's weird. Divine realms and provide were all capitalized. Hmm. A guided cat whispering meditation and a live Q&A with personal cat readings. Personal. Leave this <laughs> workshop with a joyous heart and a true soul connection with your beloved cat companion. And uh, we, we learned most of this in the description. But Sylvie Sterling is a cat whisperer, starseed, intuitive healer, and awakening coach. As the author of Your Cat is Your Guide, she empowers cat lovers around the world to live an awakened, happy, and purposeful life with their cat companions. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm excited. Let me see that full page ad. I'll read that one to you. Okay. Okay. So we've got a beautiful orange kitty at the top. It's a well-designed ad, I'd say, especially for Conscious Life Expo. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Nice layout. And it says, attention cat lovers. Light workers, star seeds, and awakening souls, fulfill your soul purpose. Free workshop, Cats Are Our Ascension Guide, Sunday, February 12th, 4 o'clock, Marina Ballroom. Have you ever wondered what your cat's role is in your life? What if I told you that your cat is your secret key, is your missing link, will help you master your spiritual journey? I love that construction of what if I told you and then... In that same sentence, all you of tell the information. Them. <laughs> I'm definitely going to tell you. I confirm. Like, wow, we don't even have to deal on a what if level now. Yeah, I'm yeah, sitting yeah. here and I've received the information. It's kind of like did you see the Tignataro special where she keeps falsely introducing the Indigo Girls? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it kind of has that vibe. Uh-huh. And here they are. No. But, well. Because see. now you're like, well, she kind of has to yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, it would be perfect. Here they are. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, it goes on. Joining us from Europe. Oh, this is the same, isn't it? Joining us from Europe, Sylvie Sterling, internationally acclaimed cat whisperer, animal communicator, author, starseed, intuitive healer, awakening coach, founder of Feline Soul Academy, will help you access your soul's purpose by intuitively connecting with your feline guides. This is the same copy as what's on the other page. Sure, but just another chance to catch your eyeballs. Yeah, fair enough. Discover the truth about your cat in this experiential workshop. Your free gift for attending the 10 Cat Archetypes ebook, guided feline meditation, your cat is your guide book raffle, free cat communication session raffle, and then there are a couple of testimonials. Whoa. And did these raffles happen? I believe they did. I did not win them. Oh. So I blocked it out from my memory. Okay. Cornelia R said, It is definitely worth it. I experienced a real positive transformation. I have a much deeper bond with my cats and understand their behaviors so much better now. Oh, and Cornelia R., it should be noted, is a cat. I'm looking at her picture. Oh, wow. Oh, so she's quoting a cat. I don't think so. I have a much deeper bond with my cats. I think it's just Cornelia R. submitted a picture of her cats instead of herself. Oh, but you're seeing the name next to a picture of a cat. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Because in her book, she does quote cats. Okay, great. In English. (laughs) And then the next testimonial is from Rebecca B. And she says, Sylvie's teachings have really enriched my life. I can recommend her to anyone who wants to get unstuck and push through their boundaries. Ooh, that's not specific for the cat lady. I wonder if she used to do other work. Well, she did have another job before okay. she got into this business. Segway. What did she do before? <laughs> Coaching? She, she was an entertainment executive. Oh, that's right. She mentions this. That's right. She was a busy nine to five. No, no, no. Nine to nine worker oh, on okay. many prominent 
films in the entertainment industry. Ah, have you looked up her films? Uh, well, I tried to find her on IMDb, and the closest name I could find was Sylvia Sterling. Oh, I see Sylvie Sterling on IMDb. Yeah, but that one clearly wasn't what she was talking. Try about. looking at. Oh, okay. that and see if it looks like anything like she was talking about. But she said she was like a film executive producing all these movies. Huh, okay. And the closest thing I saw that might be her is someone who has three credits in the special thanks for oh. a- Animals Used as Entertainment, 1992, oh. Pity the Pig, 1991, oh. and Born to be Betrayed, 1991. She got special oh. thanks there. I don't know. Click on the Sylvie Sterling and see if anything comes Just up. Just an actress. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I mean, if, maybe she did that too. But. Maybe she had a different name or something. But yeah. I'm not seeing what looks like an entertainment executive that worked on many films. Yeah, that's fair. That's starting to feel like when Scientology puts up their flyers and they're like, I've worked with all of these actors. And it turns out they were an extra in the movie with those actors. Yeah. And I looked on her website. She didn't specify what film she'd worked on. Uh, mm. She said, here's a quote from the book. This eventually turned into a really enjoyable career as a movie executive working for some of the world's biggest entertainment companies. It included international travel, glamorous movie premieres, and many other amenities that come with working in the media industry. It's not how anyone talks who works in the media industry. Yeah, I'm just really doubting this. So, yeah. uh, you don't, you're Sylvie, not like, I go to many glamorous events. No one says that. Yeah, Sylvie, please let us know what you're working on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I went to her talk because I have a cat. You do? Yes, golly. Golly. My golly cat. Just here, where'd she go? Um, this is very oh, rare. She's over there. Yeah, she's usually bothering Ross. Yeah, if if she has access to this table and our microphones, usually she's up here. But she's up she'll here. Be back. She's over there. She'll be by back. you over and there. Golly. Not interested. Okay. Well, I knew that I could contact Golly from this talk, and I hadn't been home in several hours, and I thought. I mean, also, honestly, you can get me to come to your talk if you mention animals. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. I was off at uh, Lori Spagna talk. Oh, also an animal person. Spagna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't be bothered, but I'm glad you went. Well, I can't wait to hear about Lori Spagna. Maybe people who want to prepare for that can go listen to an interview I did with Lori Spagna yes. as prep. But for now, the lighthearted listening, the connection to Cats as Ascension Guides. So 102 people were packed into this room. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Conscious Life Expo was just like brimming with people because... Like, I got COVID. Oh, that's right. I, I, I like forgot that. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about that. That's crazy. But like at this time, there were probably 12 talks going on. There's so many events at Conscious Life Expo. And I didn't go to a single one that wasn't full. Okay. I'm not sure if I went to any that weren't full, but this was Like Ron Holman full. even had more people than You'd I, at least you and I would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, this one was... I mean, maybe fire exit unsafe. It was so packed. Wow. Okay. So everybody's like, yes, cats is ascension guides. Tell me more. A hundred percent. And I must say, going in there, I met a couple of listeners who tried to be so smooth with me. Oh, oh yes, where they gave you like a code word that you had mentioned on the show. So this one girl comes up to me and Just she know says, Carrie does not remember things that she says on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but I don't think I'd even said to say this. She came up and she said, Ella, 
And I was like, who's Ella? No, I'm Carrie. And she was like, yeah, like Ella and Evening. And then I sort of was like, what? You know, that like sounded familiar together, but it didn't, still didn't click. And then I was like, oh, oh, Ross's cat? It's just like not. They were trying so hard to do what I ask everyone to do. To be subtle and play it cool. Be subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Ross's cat? I don't know where Ross is right now. My podcast co-host. Yeah. Just completely fucked it up. But anyway, they were there. They were very sweet. Um, I believe they had interviewed you for a German magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they were really nice. Fantastic. They were very nice. So they were there. They were two of the 102 people in attendance. And would you like to guess how many of the 102 were women? Okay. I'm, I'm, of course, guessing. I didn't walk around and ask everybody the gender, but guessing while looking around. Eight. Six. Oh, my God. Okay. 96 women. People who people presented who I, as I, men look, look like men. Yes, yes. Six of those. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't there. What does that tell you? Only 50% of us were there. It was, you might say, a real pussy fest. <laughs> this, is, this is why I come here. Thank you. To record thank this podcast. You, thank you. Well played. I didn't make everyone take off their trousers to confirm that. <laughs> All right. So cats are our ascension guides. What a talk. Uh, Did you get any pictures of her? What, what does she look great like? Great question. And I knew you'd ask. I was like, well, Ross gets to ask me what this woman looks like. And I don't know what people look like. Yeah. What does she, <laughs> what does she look like? Oops. What does she look like in here? Okay. Blonde. Yep, that's there correct. You go. What she's, more do you need to know? She's got bangs. That's bangs. An important information. Oh yeah, she's on the cover of this book. I got to say that looks a little like um, Hillary Clinton-ish. That photo. Oh, okay, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Cover. And and of course there is a cat obscuring one quarter of her face because she's holding the cat up in front of her. Yeah, it does make it hard to see her. But she has a European accent. I'm not sure exactly where she's from. The entertainment industry. Well, that's true. Maybe in her. 40s, 50s, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Oh, you know, in the book, she mentions being in her 40s when she has her spiritual awakening. Okay. So that could put her in her early 50s because it feels like she's been on this ride for about 10 years. Okay, sounds right. And I'll keep referencing her book, which uh, Carrie has a copy of here. Your cat is your guide. How Your Cat Helps You With Your Spiritual Awakening. Carrie told me about this, and so I bought it on Kindle and Reddit. Yes, and then I bought this paper copy that Ross is holding. And it's quite thin. You oh, yeah. You'll probably get through it pretty quickly. Oh, this is a one-day read. Okay, yeah. There you go. So also, I should mention, my senior dog is in my lap snoring. So if Aww. you hear little tiny noises, that's sweet Ella. Um, oh, and I have to say, because we're on the subject of cats... I just said this to you, right? About the kitten? Yes. Okay. That summer solstice is this month, June 20th, I think. Oh, you said it on the podcast. Oh, I did? Yeah. Okay, we're going to get a kitten. Yay. Yay. I already said this. God. Yeah, because we were talking about the months and slap your friend on the back and give him a side hug. Yeah. Okay, yes. See, Carrie doesn't remember what she said on this podcast (laughs) 15 minutes ago. I thought it was a conversation you and I had before we started. Well, anyway, that's how this is going to go. All right. So Sylvie Sterling has devoted her life to the connection between cats, humans, and the ascension of the spirit. Okay. That's a life purpose. Purpose. But 
My goodness, it brought in 102 people. Uh, who am I to complain? No one. You are no one to complain. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been put in my place. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if fewer people could have been there because it would have been so hard to leave. Because my reaction would be, I don't know if that's something we need provided in this world, but clearly there is a demand. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. Now, what would you guess? Bef- well, oh, right. You've read the book, so you kind of know. But would you guess when you hear the title, Cats Are Our Ascension Guides? Do you have any guess about what that means? Yeah, well, I certainly did when I read the title. And I guess it kind of puts them in this same echelon with spirit guides where they are sentient beings. They know a lot more than we give them credit for. And they are here to help us rise to higher levels of attainment, cognition, Mm -hmm. maybe from 3D to 5D. Great. Yep. Uh, Okay. That I know from the book that there's a 3D to 5D thing. She's definitely on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. So we've talked about this in prior episodes, but these people in this world like to talk about how 3D is the current, you know, physical universe, gross science and looking at things empirically, blah, 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 blah. And then there's 40 where you're kind of getting a glimpse of the spiritual, the supernatural, you're on your way. But 5D, that's where you've really made it. You're in a different awareness. Mm-hmm. Nothing can penetrate you. Certainly not COVID. And, <laughs> and higher Ds also exist. Yeah, sometimes people will be like, oh yeah, it goes to 12. And then you're like, what? Uh, where, where are the others? Every time I hear about the 3D to 4D to 5D ascension. It just, it feels like a result of our culture's versioning. It's like, hey, oh, I just upgraded from 3G to 4G. Oh, do you have the latest 5G device? You know, do you have the iPhone 8 Pro? Yeah, and there's this little implication sort of, I dare you, I dare you to one-up us. I dare you to say you're in 60. Go (laughs) ahead, do it, do it. Finally, someone does, everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, 60, of course. (laughs) Yeah. So the question is how many conscious life expos before we're like, oh, 5D is so passe. Yeah, we're yeah, on yeah. 60 now. Like Scientology being on OT, whatever. Eight is, yeah, the current, well, yeah, they'll yeah, never release. Yeah, eight is the last I knew of. They'll but... never release nine. They yeah. kind of promise, but it never, oh, okay. never materializes. Okay. Well, so Alan Steinfeld, our old friend, he introduced her. Alan Sylvie Steinfeld, Strong. how is he He's everywhere? everywhere, dude. Okay, oh, l- my goodness. Little teaser. Carrie and I just came back from the desert. We went to Drew. The three of us went to Contact in the Desert. Your Drew, we should specify. Alan Steinfeld was all over there too. Yep. He's everywhere. Yep. And I found out one thing he teaches finally. But we'll tell you about that. But he very he gave a very brief intro. She came right up and she wanted to make sure that we all either had a cat or we have at least a cat that we're connected to. It could be a friend's cat or whatever. Um, Did anybody not have a cat? Could be a dead cat. No, it seems like everyone had at least a cat they can think of if pressed. (laughs) Oh, I want to know what happens to the person who doesn't have a cat. (laughs) Good thing we've got some kittens to adopt. (laughs) Your new ascension guide. Okay, so yeah, most people there had their own cats, but regardless, you need to at least have one you can think of. Could be your boss's cat or whatever you really (laughs) like. That's fine. So she let us know that society is going through an awakening right now. 
And that's a worldwide process and all humans and all cats are part of it. And then she would she would do this throughout. She'd be like, and dogs and other animals. I, I was Okay, that was going to be my next question. Why just cats? Yeah, like- I, there was no reason it should be just cats. This, this would keep happening where she'd be like, cats, 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 and giraffes and gorillas. Yeah, raise my wait, hand. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Uh, what about lemurs? Yeah. Oh, yeah, them too. Yeah, it was like that. I mean, and I think at one point she did sort of say, well, cats are just sort of my thing, like, uh, which uh-huh. I respect just being like, hey, I like cats. That's who I talk to. I like Fair. them. Is fine. But Fair. but then other times I felt like you're elevating them to this higher status. It's not totally clear what you're saying. Okay, so um, she... Let us know that she wanted to stress that she's not just relying on textbooks and science here. Don't worry, <laughs> Ross. She will not be doing that. No. And here's how she put that. I, I just love the idea of trying to look through a textbook, hoping to find information about cats. <laughs> guys. I, I wasn't worried that any of this information might accidentally come from a textbook. Right, right. And if it did, wouldn't you be like a little pleased? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, but not in this room. Okay, so here's how she put that. Now, I just want to stress the fact that I'm not reciting from textbooks, I am not reciting from biological research or whatever scientists think they have found out about cats. I mean, all that, you know, it's valid and everything, and I've done all that. I study cat psychology, but really, it's just a bunch of scientists looking at cats and saying, I think when a cat does this, they're observing, they're saying, when a cat does this, then that's probably what it means, right? And that's not me. I'm an animal communicator, and everything that I speak about, everything that I teach, everything that I share with people in my work and with you today, everything comes directly from the cats themselves. So it's really from the horse's mouth, from the cat's mouth, everything I share. So don't worry, it's not from science. She gets it directly from the cats. And that is more reliable than the science information. Or at least that's uh, that's their deal. They do that. This is what I do. Right, yeah. This was actually reminding me of... What's up? Oh, I was trying to look her up online while you were playing that. And apparently there's a porn star who goes as Sylvie Sterling. So. Oh, interesting. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, Ross is distracted for the next hour. No, I found sylviesterling.com. That's what I was going for. Okay. I just, I remember her talking about various accreditations that she has or certificates that she earned. Oh, okay. While trying to get into this. And I was looking for a list. Got it. Ah, here we go. On her website, she says, I am a certified cat psychologist. Okay. Where does one get such certification? Behavioral counselor and animal communicator. We Hmm. just talked about one of those recently. Yeah, Monica Dietrich. Using this powerful combination to help cats with unusual and alarming behavior. Interesting. Okay. Um, about the not using textbooks part of, oh, you got more? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's trying to tell me a perfectly rational story, but I just saw that Sylvie is also able to tap into powerful 12th dimensional galactic healing frequencies, which help clear karma and dharma for both cats and people. Yo, you're skipping ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. skipping ahead in the talk. I'm sorry. I got so excited. I'll look away from her. I'll go look at the porn star. (laughs) Because... Because this talk does build in a very strange way. It's very cats, 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 cats. I talk to aliens, cats, 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 cats. And it really takes you by surprise. Did anyone ask her how she feels about the play? Oh, no, I should have. <laughs> yeah. I should have. <laughs> oh, well, I never, I never. 
about. Never seen it, never will. Oh, wow. The movie is extraordinarily bad. Like, so bad that it's pretty fun. I, I know. And I've sworn never to see cats in any form. Yeah, you don't need to. The movie's so bad from what I've heard that it, it does sound intriguing. You saw it intriguing. twice because it was so bad. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. Okay, so, oh yeah, so... About her not wanting to read textbooks because the cats talk to her directly. Uh This reminds me of a certain psychologist I've been following around for three years. Okay, I know who you're talking about. And in his book, he brags about how he didn't read textbooks in medical school because his teacher was like, your patient is your textbook. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's just like a way to isolate all your thinking. You know, you're getting no outside information, mm. no checks and balances. Yeah, not good. Anyway, same thing here. I'm just going to talk directly to the cat. All right. So she tells us you can take this quiz online if you want to know the type of cat your cat is. Oh. And she seems to think a bunch of us would have done that before we sat down. And okay. I'm not sure where that memo would have come from, but maybe maybe that was irrational and I didn't follow. Well, I mean, it didn't say anywhere in the description like, hey, go to this website first and yeah. profile your cat. But in the meantime, I did do so. And... Here's a sample question from her online quiz. Is your cat your best friend? No. Answers. No, these are your options. Okay. One, yes, absolutely. She is my soulmate. Oh, wow. Option two, yes, she is my life partner in many ways. None of this feels healthy to me, but okay. And option three, which is the only remaining option. (laughs) She's independent and likes to do her own thing. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that would be my answer. I was like, what? Well, so Golly, she's very friendly. I wouldn't say she's independent and likes to do her own thing. I love her so much. She's my little sweet angel. Do I want to say she's my life partner? (laughs) Is that the jump I need to make to like my cat? She mentions five of her own cats in the book, and one of them she does call her soulmate. Oh, well, I mean, Ella's my soulmate, so oh, there that you go. can't be golly, because Sight's hello. taken. Yeah, exactly. But, but golly's so sweet. So I picked the second one for okay. her. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that gives you the idea of the, the type of quiz, and I'll tell you what golly got in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So there are multiple types of cats that your cat could be, and the categories are not like tabby. Right. There's 10 archetypes. Okay. And I will tell you yeah, what they okay. are. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait. Yeah. But yeah, basically all cats are divided into these 10 roles for sort of how they're going to fit into your life. Oh, this is making me wish I'd brought the cat tarot along because it just feels relevant. So she mentioned uh, that she loves dogs too, by the way. Okay. But the thing is, people bring dogs into their lives knowing that they have a certain purpose. You know, they get guard dogs, they get hunting dogs, they get dogs who are going to do such and such with them. But cats, we just don't, we bring into our lives for no reason. We just love to have them around. I'm just working on this buying dogs for a purpose thing. Like, I really need this dog to herd my sheep. Yeah, yeah. It feels very old school, right? Yeah, this dog is going to deliver alcohol to people stranded in the mountains (laughs) to give them a, a second wind. Or, yeah, this I, dog's gonna pull my sled. I mean, I when I lived in the country, there were definitely people who got guard dogs specifically to be guard dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess herding dogs occasionally, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like that's the more common experience now, right? But cats, no obvious purpose. But the thing is, 
They actually do have a purpose. Mm -hmm. They come with an important task for us. And every cat that she has ever spoken to knows their own purpose. They know it. They know exactly what they're there to do in your life. And some cats are frustrated because you don't seem to know why they're there. And the humans don't know how great they really are. Okay. I wonder if she'd put a rough number around how many cats she's spoken to. Like, Oh, yes, she does. I think she at least uses the word thousands. Okay. Which is a lot. Okay, yeah. That's a lot of cats. I could be getting up to Bob Larson exorcism territory. Yeah, I wonder if she just walks up to like a shelter and she's like, how's everybody? She's like 200, got it. <laughs> Did it. Okay, so here is Golly's purpose from the quiz. Okay. Golly is, according to the quiz, the muse. These cats have a zest for life. They want to inspire you to fully live your dreams and do what makes you happy. They're unapologetic and always true to being themselves. What they need. These cats can be in your face when mm. they want to show you something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure to be attentive to their behavior and listen in to what it has to do with you. They may be pushy, but they're the most loving teachers you'll ever have. Okay. Interestingly, though, when she... I got that from the quiz online, but when she was running through all the, the 10 archetypes in the room, mm -hmm. I had a different take about what Golly was. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. She would harp on this point several times that she is adamant that cats do not like baby talk. Yes. Okay. That was in the book as well. Like, don't talk to them like, oh, hey, cutie, how you doing? Right. Oh, look at you, Joe, love you. Right. She feels that they find that condescending. They register it as baby talk the way you would talk to a fucking infant and I'm yeah. a 10-year-old cat. Thank Hello. you. Right. I couldn't find any data on this about cats, but I did look it up in regards to dogs and- what I found suggested that actually, like, there's uh, seems to be a reason this happens, and dogs do respond better to people using a baby voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the case with cats or not, but yeah. From the book, she says, "Whatever comes out of this exercise, please don't feel bad if you realize that you have treated your cat as a child or as a little furry animal that doesn't understand much, or if you do baby talk with her." Now you know that your cat is much bigger than you have previously known, and it is easy to change how you interact with her. Just start talking to her in your normal voice like you do with a person. Yeah, fine. I, I just feel like I'm already starting to have a little science button go off in my head that's like, well, hang on, wh why? Why? Because mm -hmm. like I naturally talk to her that way, and what if that's serving a function? And mm. you're just you're just taking it away kind of willy-nilly, so can you explain it? Because I like to talk to my little golly like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what if it confers benefits to the relationship and you just want to strip me of them? Yeah, I don't think you're going to get any response that approximates science. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay, so you will not be surprised to learn that humans are not that connected to their environment. We can be up in our big old heads mm. thinking too much, mm -hmm. dissociating from our environment. Do you suppose that is the same with cats according to this lady? No, I bet they are very attuned to the environment and their environment. Oh, my God. That's so right. How insightful of you. They are always present. They can tell when you are not aligned 
Um, when you're stuck in 3D, they notice it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and sometimes they want to alert you to that fact, you know, say, hey, you're freaking out. You're up in your head. You're stressed out. And they want to bring you back down to earth. And they can sense the ascension happening. So even if you're not sensing your DNA getting activated and everything that's happening right now, your cat is. So be paying attention. She may be telling you about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thousands of sessions with cats. I see it right here. Yep. Thousands. Okay. All right. So then she got into the 10 cat archetypes. Now, were these in the book? No. That's so interesting. This seems like her bread and butter. And there, there were other lists of things. Huh. Uh, but yeah, no cat archetypes. Okay. Well, here's all 10. Yeah. So there's the lover, oh. the supporter, the joy bringer, the protector, the soulmate, the mirror, the muse, the teacher, the healer, and the energy worker. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, which one did you think Golly was? Um, hearing them all, I thought she was the joy bringer because that was the most Aww. playful one. And Golly's very playful. Well, and the name Golly. Oh, true. Sounds so like true. Jolly. I, I guess yeah, I was yeah. Oh, jolly. good Golly. Yeah, she loves to bound around. She's one of those cats who will just suddenly be like, I'm going to jump now. And she just jumps from you know Aww. one side of the room to the other. Yeah. yeah. She's real fun. Very nice cat. I always say that Golly's funny. Like she has like slapstick energy type stuff. I see that. But as she was going through this list and asking, so who thinks they have a lover? Who thinks they have a mirror, et cetera? It seemed like lover was the most popular answer. Okay. So every cat supports us in whatever you need right now. So whatever you're getting from that cat Reflect on that because something was missing that the cat is fulfilling. So roughly 96 women in this audience have predominantly lover cats. Yes. Just talking about fulfilling a need. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. So if you need a cat companion that is more supportive, then that reflects you needing more support in your everyday life. Um, Come. If you need someone to cuddle you, that shows that you're kind of frustrated and can't comfort yourself. Then there's the healer cat. The healer cat likes to come and lay on you, can sense when you're sick and tries to go lay on that part of you. Or if you're a professional healer yourself, which like half of this room was, Mm. then your healer cat might want to go and lay in your Reiki room or lay in your massage room and don't kick her out. That's actually her role. She's helping you. Okay. That's not evening. She's not a healer cat. Okay. Well, that's interesting because... and. I hope Evening will be okay with me saying this, but I did learn that healer cats are normally quite plump. Oh, Evening is quite plump. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, later she would talk about how the healer cats are often big because they need to lay on you and absorb negative energies. And the person who had asked the question was clearly like, my cat's overweight, should I be doing something about it? And she was like, no. (laughs) And says, suck up your energy, let him lay on you. And he was like, oh, but it hurts sometimes. (laughs) No, I wish Evening would do that. She does not lay on us. Aw, Oh, golly's a big layer. Now, the lover cats, they give and receive love, and they teach people to trust. That kind of checks out, I reckon. Boy, I feel like if she'd gone into all these dynamics, she could have justified having a book about this. Oh, it's just, so interesting. I can't believe she didn't go into that at all. Maybe yeah. it's a more recent development. She wrote this during the pandemic. 
Huh. I wonder if she wrote this 10 cat archetypes thing for Conscious Life Expert. Right. Could be more recent. Huh. Then there's the supporter. The supporters are the ones that they support you in their daily life. Just the daily stuff. They want to be by your side. You're washing dishes. You're doing the laundry. They just want to be right there. A steady presence. They calm you down. They, uh, if you feel stressed out, they just want to be next to you. So it's a sort of more low-key support cat. Okay. And with each of these, she's asking like, so who thinks they have a support cat? I must say the boundaries between these things are becoming sort of indistinct. I'm like, is that a lover or a helper? Mm. Uh, uh. But, it's like someone um, reading through Zodiac. Kind of, yeah. Personality traits, okay. Yep. So then there's the joy bringers. They do funny things. They make you smile. They have fun personalities. And they're often very beautiful. Oh. That's my golly gal. You okay. seen this cat? Yeah. She's a beautiful calico kitty. Golly, are you going to come over here? Are you really, you never, you come over here for every recording <laughs> and now we're talking about you and you're going to lay over there? Goodness. She's uh, like, you don't know me. Yeah, I guess not. Oh, God. Oh, she's like, I'm not a joy bringer. You misidentified me. <laughs> right before I came here, I just finished reading this book and uh, I was trying to have a conversation with my cat because she says that they can understand you. They understand oh, English. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was saying like, okay, well, let me talk to you like a normal human being. And uh, so I just finished this book. And if you want to affirm the thesis of this woman that you can hear me, uh, why don't you come over here? And uh, maybe hop up on the couch next to me. Okay, and? Nope, maybe just come over here. Maybe that'll be enough. And then uh, Cara and Drew arrived around that time, so I told them about my plight that I was trying to talk to Evening. And uh, Cara still will kind of loosely defend the idea that Evening can understand what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And so she'll always just offer little excuses like, oh, she probably knows. Because the next thing I said was like, if you come over here... I will do nothing but pay attention to you and give you snacks for the next three days. And Kara said she probably knows you're just kidding. (laughs) She spots your little plan. I tried a lot of different ruses to get Evening to do something to show that she understood what I was saying. My hypothesis is that she does not understand my speech. Yeah. Well, I think Golly knows the name Golly usually, but she's even ignoring that. Well, let's try just talking to her normal. Okay. Hey, Golly, do you want to come over here? Hey, Golly, I'll pet you some more. Hey, Golly, Ross is here. You love Ross. Yep, if you hop up on the table right now, I will pet you. Absolutely nothing. Okay. It's ridiculous. She doesn't (laughs) like this woman. And I'll tell you what, by the end of this talk, (laughs) I was a little annoyed with her thesis. So, you know what? I stand by Golly. Okay. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Okay. So, she said, some cats are very vain. And she said that she asked one cat her purpose, and she said, well, I'm pretty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, then there's the protector. They're more rare, but they're the ones who push your new boyfriend out of bed, the ones who, you know, have these problem behaviors, get sent to my cat is from hell or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to be there to protect you. All right. And then we have the soulmate. And before even really saying much about it, she says, who has a soulmate? And Uh people immediately just like they raise their hand to like that very idea, you know, which if she had said about dogs, I probably would have done the same. We'd be like, you don't need to describe that at all. I know exactly. Exactly. You know, that is a soulmate. Um, So here's how she described soulmates. All right. Then we have the soulmate. And um, who has a soulmate cat? 
You probably all have a soulmate category uh, in, in one form or another. It doesn't mean that anybody who does not fall in that category technically is not your soulmate because many kids, uh, many cats are. And I don't know whether you know that cats actually reincarnate with us and for us. They will come back. Um, you might feel that you've known your cat forever and you've probably known that cat from a prior lifetime. Or even this cat has been with in your life before. So even in this lifetime. They go back many lifetimes. Some cats go back as far as Egypt with us or longer further. Um, they reincarnate with us and for us. And some come back in the same life. So you might say, I think this is the cat from my childhood. And you, if you feel that way, then you're probably right. Mm -hmm. Who thinks that they've known the cat from some prior lifetime? Yeah, many. Yeah, so a lot of people were identifying with this idea. Oh, yeah, I've absolutely met my cat before. Hmm. And I don't think I've ever had this feeling. I have. Whoa, really? As a kid, I might have believed that because my childhood cat was Freckles. Okay. And then after Freckles died, the neighbors very soon thereafter had this wild cat that would come over and spend time at their house named Pickles. Oh, that's a great name. And she looked very much like Freckles. Mm. And she would sit outside my window and yowl. And oh, okay. I would say, go haunt my mom. <laughs> She's the one you want to yowl at. And did you actually have a sense like this might really be my old cat? Something we talked about. Just like, okay. oh, it seems like the reincarnation of Freckles. Oh, interesting. I'm wondering if I'm missing something from my past. But when... People say like, oh, I just felt like I knew him forever. My first thought is just like, but you just met him, right? <laughs> like, I, I just don't, I don't know. This doesn't you don't mean get something that feeling. to me. Yeah. Okay. So then, of course, we have the muse. The muse is a very, very good cat. Very independent. They're not a cuddly cat. Hmm. Most of the time, they, they just want to inspire you to be your best self. Sometimes they're hunters. They're the ones who bring you prey and they say, look at what I've got. Okay. And they kind of inspire you to go get your own prey. So far, this is the best match for evening. Oh, interesting. Okay. So this is what Golly got on the website, but doesn't match her at all in the description. Okay. When they bring you a mouse, they're saying like, this is what I did and I'm proud of it. Stand up for yourself the same way that I stood up to this mouse. You know, go out there and be a force in this world. Mm -hmm. And the muse is often very beautiful, very feminine. They inspire. <laughs> and she, she goes, I work with a lot of women and I don't want to get into gender stuff. But, but. a lot of cat ladies write to me. And I work with them, and some of these women just have really masculine energy. And then you meet their cat, and their cat's just, like, really sexy and, you know, like, really oh. feminine and <laughs> curvy and blah, blah, blah. They're trying to show their masculine companion, human companion, oh, how to she be needs more feminine oh, like no. the cat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No, it's like, okay. wow, so much is going on for you, lady. Like, someone just calls her and is like, hey, my cat poops on the floor. And this this lady comes in and is like, you know, actually, I think you're too butch. Your cat is just like, mm, teaching you to be. Excuse me, Miss Cat Lady. What the Could you fuck? be overthinking this? <laughs> is that at all a possibility? I know you don't read. <laughs> Uh, very early in the hey, book. lady who writes but doesn't read, I have a question. 
she establishes right at the beginning that she's going to refer to all cats as she. Oh, okay. But then acknowledges, yes, I know there are male cats, but I feel like most cats have a feminine energy anyways. <laughs> wow. Uh, just know that your male cats are loved, but we're going to talk about she in this book. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm all for picking, just simplifying language in that way. Like when I worked at Farm Sanctuary, we would call most animals she just like in copy. If you're talking in third person about an animal who doesn't really exist. Right. Like you would a boat. You know, she's taken yeah. on water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, most animals at animal sanctuaries are female. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about. All right. So, so a lot of times people have a muse that shows them to just be who you are or be mm, more feminine or be more outspoken. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, this is confusing. Well, like the underlying here. message here is always you look at your cat's behavior and then ask yourself, what does this say about me? About me. Right. Make and it about that's me. that's what started to piss me off. <laughs> that was totally the message of the book. Just like, how can I relate this to me? Yeah. It turns your pets into like a tarot deck. Yeah. She calls them mirrors. Yeah. She would describe a problem like, well, what if your cat is, this was an actual example, your cat's pooping on the floor outside her litter Mm -hmm. box. Oh, no, that doesn't mean she doesn't like her litter box or her paws hurt or Mm -hmm. she's distraught and trying to get your attention. No, 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 no. She's reflecting like some weird thing going on in your life where you're having like a conflict with your colleague. And it just turns your, these animals with like real actual personalities and needs into just some little objects lesson for you. Yep. Well, <laughs> this was very good timing because this morning my coworker Nancy was late because her 18-year-old cat had peed all over the floor Aww. outside of her litter box. Okay. And she says, ah, she can still jump up on the bed. She can jump up on the desk. She can jump, but she won't like walk over the lip of the litter box mm. and just pees outside of it. You were like, Nancy, so, I have a book for you. So I approached Nancy at the end of the day when I got to this part and I said, <clears throat> when your cat puts her business outside the cat toilet, <laughs> then it is a very drastic way of telling you that something is wrong. The cat probably tried to show you in many other ways, but it was so subtle that you didn't get the memo. You big idiot. And thus the cat has to step it up and stops using the litter box, which is a sure way to get your attention. So what is behind it? Well, the answer usually lies in the where the peeing takes place. I worked with cats who peed in front of the person's closet or bathroom mirror, meaning in those places where their humans, mostly women, are getting dressed or made up in the morning with an anxiety of having to look good. By Mm. peeing on that spot, your cat wants to tell you how you are too stressed out or excessively worried about your looks. And then she has like similar interpretations for if the cat pees under your work desk. Um, Anyway, so Nancy heard this and said, oh, so she pees right next to the litter box because she thinks I spend too much time cleaning up after her. <laughs> <laughs> what is the message supposed to be? So she was not having it from uh, this lady. Though I think this is a very funny addendum here in the book. I want to add a little disclaimer here. A cat that pees outside the litter box might also have a physical problem, such uh, as bladder infection or urinary tract uh, blockages. And it should always be checked by your vet. Sure, sure. My friend who's an editor told me to put this in here. But when you get a clean bill of bladder health, 
please go inwards and find out what the places she pees on have to do with you and your inner tensions. And the person who buys this book takes that advice in completely reverse order. First, I'm going to try this spiritual solution. And then if all hell breaks loose and I can't figure Mm. it out, that's when I go to the vet. So then there's the teacher. These are wise souls who push us to be our best selves. She was really short on the description of the teacher. And frankly, it sounded a lot like the muse. But I think they're the teacher, but not not like your non-sexy teachers. Okay. Not the cats one to- you don't want to fuck. The, the cats you just want to Doesn't take inspire a you to make from. art. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. She also said that energy healer cats help you convert dense to light energies in any room. I mean, that was in the book, but without the rubric of, you know, a cat archetype. Oh, okay. Just that uh, some of them can move energies around and some of them purposely mm. take dense energy and uh, diffuse it. I just don't know how someone would identify that. Like someone goes through all 10 archetypes and it's like, I think mine's the one who changes dense energy. <laughs> how would you spot that? Right. And like aspects of the horoscope signs, you might say, oh, well, they're a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she allows for that. She okay. says like, you might have a soulmate cat who's also a teacher. Okay. So she says, after our final meditation today, you will be contacting your cat and they are going to be thrilled that you finally know their purpose. And then... (laughs) Gully doesn't look thrilled necessarily. At least Gully's finally in my lap. Yeah. Welcome back to the table. (laughs) And And then once you have established that you know your cat's job and you're, you know, you're so sorry that you didn't learn it till now, that's when you can start asking them questions And then she just tosses off that cats understand everything you say to them, which I guess came up in your book too. (laughs) But she, this was not, this, hello, this should be like point number one. If you're going to tell me that my cat understands every sentence I say, I'm sorry, you got to start there a half hour ago. Uh, Yeah. Like, if that's true, why aren't I just laying down a list of all 10 archetypes and going, golly. Can you point at the one that you are? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Good point. Here, I'm going to read this list to you and meow Yeah. vociferously when I get to yours. Yeah, exactly. From the book, she says, and on that note, I want to assure you that your cat understands everything you say. Maybe not every single word. Okay. You just said everything Delete else your last you sentence then. <laughs> You're writing a book, girl. <laughs> Maybe not every single word or not very complex and theoretical constructs, but cats do understand our words, our emotions, and the intentions behind what we say. So you can talk to your cat in the same way you talk to a human being. Okay. Yeah, I certainly can talk to her. That's true. Just like we can talk to Harry Houdini. Exactly. So she says, so now we've talked about the different individual purposes, but I want to talk about your cat's bigger purpose, really, their bigger mission, why they came to Earth. Does anybody here know what the cat's bigger purpose is? And someone knew. I like. I didn't even understand the setup to the question, really. But someone said, to help me with my purpose. She's like, <laughs> yes, that's right. So clearly, a you know, an ongoing student of hers or something. But 
again, I was like, so the cat's just a tool. The cat is a narcissistic tool for me to understand. She has no interests of her own. And for people who have, you know, she mentioned having three cats at once who all died within a few months of each other, which made me a little suspicious. Like, what's going on? Oh, huh. Were they really old? Because that happens. It could be. Okay. Could be, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if but you yeah, mentioned that is, that is a ages. And right. then she got two new cats. But then you have, what, three animals whose, what, sole goal in life is just to mirror her yeah. and help her achieve her purpose in life? Yeah, that's right. I mean, if this were a mother and you were like, I just keep having children because they really reflect <laughs> oh, no. me. You oh, know, no. we'd be like, Ugh, you know, yeah. but, right? Thankfully, the cats have no idea what she's going on about. Yeah, but it could still just like affect how you behave to the right, animal. Right, you know? right. Yeah. I'm sure her cats are very well treated. I don't know. Cats, if you're listening, and I know you understand what I'm saying, if you're Sylvie's cats, call in. Except the three who died all at once. Uh, Seems de- suspicious. You guys to me. definitely call in. <laughs> um, oh, she okay. can still talk to them, by the way. Of course she can. Of course she can. Okay, so then. Kind of out of nowhere, she starts to tell us her biography, how she got into this whole thing. Oh, sure. You want to get to that eventually. Oh, sure. Yeah, it, totally. It just felt, it was really abrupt. It was, mm. it was just like cats, cats, archetypes. Anyway. Here's, here's my intro slide. Yeah, yeah. Two thirds of the way here's in. Here's what I would normally say at the top. You know what? It was the Swaha Ron in reverse. <laughs> okay. er, did did she have like, like a slideshow or was this all? She did have slides. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I have at least one slide that I took a picture of. Wait a second. I just realized that she could have called the archetypes categories. Oh, yeah, that's so much better. That is so much better. Ugh. Any cat. She needs a muse to help her. Yes, that's it. Okay, (laughs) so here's how she tells her story. The real change happened when I found my connection to really to above and I got contacted by my star family. And I can share this here because it's all about right, star families and your galactic origins. And um, my real awake- awakening was in 2016 when I received a message channeled through a cat from my star family. And um, the thing was... I was traveling in Miami and I visited my sister-in-law and she's very spiritual and um, so I soaked in the energies and then the last day I was packing my bags and her cat, cat and she, the cat sat next to my bag and the cat just kept looking at me and kept looking and staring at me and I said, whoa, there's something, there's something wants to come through this cat, right? So, um, so I sat down, I closed my eyes and I tuned in and this amazing message came through the cat. The cat channeled it directly from my star family. They, they didn't know that I had a star family. I've always felt like um, I'm not from here. I don't know where I'm from, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not from. Many of you probably can relate to that. I don't know where I'm from, but I don't fit in. So um, this message came through and they introduced themselves as the lion beings, the lyrics, the lions, the lion beings, as in the lion, the animal. And they said, um, they've been watching over me my whole life. They said I was one of them. And I had a mission here on this planet. They said, whoa, okay, where is this coming from? And um, they basically, they told me about cats being very closely related to humans. And I didn't know any of this. And I Googled it afterwards. I said, oh my God, that's actually true. So that's how I know that I wasn't imagining it. They said cats and humans are very closely related, which explains um, the close 
bond that people have with cats. They have share a lot of the DNA, and I said, okay. Um, and then they gave me my assignment. They told me what to tell people. And of course, this is uh, had a much longer message, but I'm just sharing the gist of it. The most important thing they said: tell people to not treat cats as babies or kids, but but as grown-ups and divine beings. They said, tell people about their purpose, and then cats help them find and follow their purpose. Tell them that cats come into their life in order to help them become their best self. Okay. Uh, first of all, cat sitting and staring at you, not that unusual. Yes, totally. Secondly, <laughs> cats being closely related to humans, not in any remarkable I, way. Yeah, I tried to look this. It does seem like they're more related than... I see where she got this. There were news stories that were like, hey, cats are a little more related to us than we thought. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it was just cool, you know. But but like I think she overinterpreted that as like they're practically chimpanzees. Right, right. I was going to say, if that's what's important to you, go find a bonobo. Right, 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 right. Exactly. And, and see what they tell you about yourself. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. But she said cats are our closest relatives after monkeys. Like, oh, did she say that? That's right. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, no, that's not at all right. <laughs> Lemurs. Oh, right. I mean, maybe she was grouping monkeys as like anything, anything hairy that looks human-like. I don't know. <laughs> so she said when guardians say they want their cat to be happy, which is the most often thing she hears when she visits a guardian to help them. Okay. The cat will typically respond... I am happy. I'm fine. I want you to be happy. I love how she talks about what a cat says, and she does this constantly in the book. Oh, the cat told me, but we know. She's telling us what she thought in her head at the moment she was thinking about a cat. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it probably felt real to her and everything, but like, also, pause, (laughs) pause, Pause for a second, lady, and like think about the implications if you're wrong about this. Mm-hmm. Then we have just a person with a cat who cares about their cat, who had some problem with the cat, who's like, I'm going to pay this lady $75 mm-hmm. to come over to my house and help me with the cat. And then she comes in and she's like, actually, cat doesn't have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> How annoying. <laughs> I'm paying you $75 for this. Yeah, what if like I I call a plumber over and I'm like, toilet won't flush. And he's like, actually, the toilet's fine. You have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me, um, for uh, tech support, there's um, an acronym, PEBCAC. Problem exists between keyboard and chair. (laughs) (laughs) Which means user error. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. That's cute. Okay, so 90% of dog behavior, cat behavior that's problematic is actually the animal trying to show the human that there's something wrong in their life. Of course. Um, so, and she, this, is, this is a direct quote. So there really are no behavioral problems. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. But there are in humans. I assume so. Yeah, I see. I have this note that I wrote down. There are no behavior problems, only animals serving as object lessons. Oh, yeah. So when she told the litter box thing that you referenced earlier, she said it a little differently. She said, wherever they do pee, 
that's the spot that has a bad energy that needs cleansing. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was in the book. She did also have like a, it wasn't a chart or anything, but a body part by body part explanation of if they're having bladder issues, it means this. And she would give kind of both a literal and sort of metaphorical uh, possibility of like, okay. oh, they're having a, having a hard time letting go. And that's telling you that you and your life have a hard time letting things go if they're having bladder issues. Okay. Or, or they need more taurine in their diet. Right. And she kind of went down kidneys and the other organs. <laughs> like, God, this is in reverse order. What all of these mean. Yeah. Yeah. See, and again, I just feel like the person who picks up this book, they want all that first shit. So they're hardly, you're just like stealing time from them actually figuring mm. out what's going on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, if your cats fight, what do you think that means? Oh, yeah. I think uh, it's, I, I, I remember this. It was like reflecting that there's too much conflict in your life. That's right. Okay. If the cat is fighting, actually, you are fighting. Then <laughs> this is what we see you doing. We're trying to make you aware. Though it's funny, though, I, I was thinking about this as she was talking about how they're trying to tell you all this she's the only voice in the world telling us that this is happening if that's how these very smart cats who understand english or whatever language you're speaking around them if that's how they've been trying to communicate to us all along and we haven't gotten it that's very ineffective communication you're blaming the cats that we needed sylvie sterling to come around and tell us what we've been missing for decades of ineffective cat communication oh all this time you were having loud sex outside my window mm-hmm. because you wanted me to spice up my cats. own love life. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And heat cats brings up whole new questions, doesn't it? Yeah, all of this very inefficient storytelling <laughs> and commentary on human activity. We've just been missing all this time because we were waiting for her to come with this revelation. Right. And I was making the mistake of thinking that my cat and dog had internal lives and interests of their own. (laughs) Foolish. Yeah, I feel like if a cat really was so aware of the situation and had thoughts about my activities... She or he could be a little more explicit about, I don't know, like dragging my laptop away from me when I try to reach for it, saying mm. like, oh, you need time to yourself. Or, right, 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 right. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like if I were in a cat's body, there are many things I could do to be like, whoa, 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 let me, totally. let me communicate to you. Uh, you two need to be closer together. Let me nudge you towards your wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So imagine if you see two people having a bar fight and you're like, well, I'm going to reflect this to them by punching <laughs> Carrie in the face. <laughs> then they'll see. <laughs> it's not how anybody thinks. Right. On the face of it. This just doesn't compute for me. Yeah, me neither. Okay, but guess what it means if your cat hides? Oh, I don't remember this one. Interesting. Okay, well, knowing her thought process, uh, maybe it's that you need to come out more. You are hiding something. (laughs) That is right. So that's funny. All of this seems to beckon the listener 
the reader to kind of where I was in Christianity, where anything that would happen in my life, especially when bad things happened, there would always be this knee-jerk reflex to say, uh-oh, what am I doing wrong? Oh, yeah. Like, what is God trying to tell me yeah, yeah, yeah. in this mm-hmm. situation that I need to be doing better? And it it just feels like this invitation to do the exact same thing. Like, anything you see your cat doing, what does this say about me? Yeah, 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 totally. Why did you just jump up on the stove? That was stupid. Well, what am I doing in my life that's like that? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm running towards danger. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for modeling that for me, cat. Yeah, that's interesting. That's reminding me of this crazy experience my friend Brittany had where she applied for a job from this woman who wanted, (laughs) she was a writer and she wanted an assistant to live in her house. She didn't want to pay the assistant. She just wanted to give them a room. And my friend Brittany applied kind of not realizing that was the situation. But then she gets a call from this woman saying, I've decided to hire you. And it's because I had a dream that I locked my dogs in the car. And then I asked my guru what it meant. And then my guru said that the dogs represented my own desires. And I was locking my own desires in the car. And my own desires were to hire you because the woman I was going to hire who's better than you. She, I think, is just trying to steal my client list. And I just realized I'm locking up my own emotions as if they're dogs. Anyway, do you want the job? I'm hoping this is the last conversation they ever had. It was. Oh, good. She was like, no, you seem nuts. (laughs) Who's better than you? (laughs) Yeah, way to butter her up. (laughs) It's so crazy. Oh, the people who exist in this world. (laughs) My goodness. It was really That's wild. That's like 12 years ago, and I'm still telling that story. Now, now I'm just thinking of other cat behaviors like, okay, the cat's been trying to eat our fish. What does that tell me about my life that I need to- I've got to eat more fish. I should stop being a pescatarian. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Or, or I should or eat s- more fish. I mean, something like- is Something is fishy in my life. <laughs> yes, right, right. Yeah. That could be it too. Oh my God, yeah. Yes, and infinite regressive possibilities. Solipsistic possibilities. So I need a blog about my cat. Well, let me tell you, the first thing you need is a blog, like a place to write about your cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, golly.circlespace.gov. What did we just see, like dot .enterprise? Yeah. <laughs> Someone you can't do that. sent me an email. They're like, that's my new email address is at something something dot .enterprise. No. <laughs> wow, that's a real flex with the domain <laughs> no, name there. thank you. Well... <laughs> Not writing back. Uh, Whatever reasonable (laughs) domain name you chose for Golly is probably available. Yeah, golly.circlespace. Nope. What? I'm going to stop you right there. Golly.trianglespace. Nope. Nope. Wrong shape. Golly.rectanglespace. Nope. Closer. Golly. Not rhombus. Not diamond. Not kite. Dolly. Dolly. (laughs) I don't know the cat's name anymore. Uh, golly.squarespace.com. There you go. Oh. That's the one. What? Really? Okay. Yeah, use that. Okay. Or just squarespace.com. You want to go to squarespace.com because it's the all-in-one platform for building your brand, growing your business online, or a website about your pet. Exactly. You can add online booking and scheduling for your classes, your sessions, 
whatever. Maybe you want to set up times for people to Zoom with your cat. I should do that. Anyway, that's possible. Clients can easily see your availability or reschedule if needed. And it just takes the hassle out of coordinating calendars. Mm -hmm. And every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. And Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, share, and schedule your posts to make your content work for you and your cat. And who is probably a way shower, a joy bringer, an astronaut. Yeah, and at the very least, your cat can help you with ideas for your design, even mm-hmm. your domain name. Mm-hmm. Cats. She's a muse. Exactly. And with Squarespace, you can try it out. You can give it a, you know, kick the tires a little bit, see how it's running, mm-hmm. and be like, do I like these tools? And I'm guessing you will. And then, then you make a purchase and say like, all right, uh, let's go forward with this. It's called Believing in Your Product. Look it up. So head to squarespace.com slash ono for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code ono, O-H-N-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. It's about my cat. Oh, hey, Carrie. Oh, hey, Ross. Golly just brought me... Oh, that's interesting. Meow, meow. meow, meow Golly meow. is communicating. What is this? Meow, meow, meow. Message why do you have, you. Meow, why do you have meow, a post-it note? Okay. Meow, 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 oh, it's a Jumbotron. Yeah, meow, meow. Bye. Uh, bye, Golly. Okay, so this Jumbotron is for Jamie. Oh, nice. Who's it from, though? Can you read this? Yeah, hand that over. Oh, it's from Wow. Oh, it was upset. Oh, it's oh, from sorry. Mom. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. And it says, Happy 14th birthday, sweet pea. I couldn't think of anything you'd like more than a Ross and Carrie Jumbotron, Aww. especially since you already bought the new Zelda game. Ugh, you should have waited. <laughs> she could have bought that for you, but now you just get this Jumbotron. Uh, going back to this uh, this lovely post-it here. I love our on-rack inside jokes and look forward to many more. Dad and I are so proud of the cool teenager you're becoming and can't wait to see what you'll do in high school. Umatiki. Umatiki. We don't know what that means, but, but it's on here. But hopefully you do. Happy birthday, Jamie. Yeah. Happy birthday. Greatest Trek is the podcast for all your modern Star Trek needs. It's funny, informative, and now it's also timely. That's because every Friday, right after the release of a new episode of Strange New Worlds, Picard, Lower Decks, Discovery, or Prodigy, we bring you a review of that episode. There's some great new Star Trek coming up, and we're going to cover all of it. You'll like our show because we're both former video producers, so we bring a lot of insight into the production and filmmaking aspects to these episodes. And we also have a very refined sense of humor, so we make lots of delightful fart jokes along the way. So come see why Greatest Trek is one of the most popular television recap podcasts on all of the internet. Subscribe to Greatest Trek at MaximumFun.org or in the podcast app you're using right now. All right. (laughs) So, um, Sylvie, what a character. What's she saying now? Um... (laughs) Okay, so she wanted us to connect to our cats. Oh, okay, remotely. Right, exactly. Cats don't obey the inverse square law, no, sir. Exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Doesn't matter if your cat is in Antarctica or at home or right, right. in your lap. Right, oh yes, it's going to come through exactly Some magical same. ability, yeah, directly connects you. So she has us all settled down. We're going to try to connect deeply with ourselves. Soul self. I connect to your higher self and call them all in. 
and just find that deep, deep connection to yourself. And now, you can take your hand down now, and now you can or you can stretch your hands out if you want to, and call in your guides, connect to your guides, they're all around you, they're like a circle around you. And you don't have to see them, you can just feel them, or you just know that they're there. And ask them to help you with this activation and with this process. Okay, so now you're well connected to above, to below, to yourself, to your guides. And now take your hands and open up the virtual screen in front of you, like an iPad or a computer screen. And now call in your cat or your dog to ask them to appear in that screen. You may see your cat or just feel your cat's presence coming in. And even if you don't know that they're there, they're all there, they're all coming in. And now, ask your cat, everybody for themselves, quietly ask your cat, what is your purpose with me? What is your task? What do you do for me? And now ask your cat, is there anything that I should know? Any message you have for me at this point in time? anything you want me to do or to not do or to do differently either with your cat or for yourself in your life is there anything that your cat wants you to do or not to do did you get anything for evening well the first words that popped into my head when i thought of what is your message for me yeah the purpose uh was just leave me alone oh wow okay okay (laughs) because i could get a very clear mental image of evening looking at me and that was the message i got from her expression yeah okay that's fair i mean i think completely because of my pre-existing thoughts about this talk my first thought was it's not about you lady (laughs) but but i think that's you know that's me of course if we're imposing that on golly but the healthy thing here is that you recognize that it is you (laughs) generating these thoughts that's true that's true so uh, score one for you (laughs) okay thank you So after we did this exercise, which went on a little longer than that, she asked people in the audience, did you get any messages from your cat? And of course, some people were very eager. Got to tell you exactly what I heard from my personal cat. So a couple of people jumped to attention. And this one woman said, okay, this was such a relief because... I already have two cats and this one cat kind of adopted me and I don't really want three cats and it's just not working out that great. And so I asked his permission to give him to another home and he said yes. Okay. I'm glad that made you feel better about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, it sounds like... It was all in your head to begin with. Right, right. Yeah, but this clearly made her feel better. Um, It made me think of like the Long Island medium type stuff where it's just like, is this what you want to hear? Okay, good. Then that was right. (laughs) I got to say, there are cat pictures on her website, which I know is enough for many people to to go (laughs) to a website, sylviesterling.com. I immediately think of what it must be like to be one of her former co-workers, whatever she was doing, whether she was a truly a media executive or not, yeah. just 
knowing that one person who kind of left their workaday world job to go be a cat whisperer. Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Everybody's still talking about her if that happens. <laughs> like, I remember a coworker leaving to go uh, become a Reiki master. Okay. I have a really good one. Yeah. This woman who left Farm Sanctuary to become a nun. Whoa. And then. Okay. She hadn't been Catholic for very long. Oh, no. And they make you, you have to be like, <laughs> Ross is holding his temples like, what's coming in this story? She hadn't been Catholic very long, and I think they said you can't actually commit to being a nun until oh, no. you're Catholic for two years. So she's like, okay. So she started volunteering for them and stuff. And this is how I heard the story. Her last interview was with this handsome young priest. Oh, wow. Oh, I like where this is going. And all I know is the next thing that happened is he was not a priest and they have a baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So that's a pretty good story. Yeah. All I right. like it. <laughs> all right. So she also revealed, I believe that, okay, you know, there's a bunch of people at Conscious Life Expo who think that Truth is hidden in fiction and movies. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, The Matrix. Well, that's just them telling us the truth and putting it right, right. in our face. Mm -hmm. Right. The she, Matrix is real. Right. But then anything that's nonfiction produced by scientists, that's fake. It's like this uh, whole weird flip-flop. So Nothing is as it seems. Now uh, let your imagination run wild. Right. So here is the moment where I found out a particular film is actually real. Okay. A lot of times, actually, our cats are star seeds as well. I don't know. I mean, many of you are star seeds. Probably you have all. A lot of people have feline energy. They come from Sirius or from the Lyran, the Lyran um, star system. So a lot of you have a lot of the star races out there. Actually, feel nobody talks about that. Everybody talks about the Pleiadians and the, the Syrians and the Lyrans and the, the Lyrans, whatever you want to call them. But nobody talks about how they are actually made feline star races out there. And that's why that we are seeded. They seeded us. That's why we have so much feline DNA in us. They seeded us. Um, and a lot, have, a lot of them have feline features. They are humanoid, but they have feline features. And there's actually very little talk about that that they actually exist out there, and I don't know whether, who knows the film Avatar? Mm -hmm. Who knows that the, the blue beings, they look like cats, right? Yeah. <laughs> they actually exist. And I'm sure that James Cameron did the film, he actually downloaded, I'm pretty sure he got download, mm -hmm. and then he created the film. They actually exist. Um, they come in a lot of times when I work with clients. They come in, they are, they look similar, very similar. They are blue feline beings, they look very similar. They come from the Sirius system. And they are actually, I asked them what their name is, and they said the Nari, not the Navi, like in the film, yes. the Nari. So they call themselves the Nari, and they actually exist. So if you ever see them in your dreams, if you see them in your meditations, they're trying to make contact with you. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and I want to say cats are star seeds as well. Our cats, a lot of them come from Sirius, they come from Lyra, they come from the Arcturians. So um, if you're a star seed, then likelihood is that you have a star seed. You're most definitely a star seed. You have the stars on here too. Um, so of course you have the feline guy coming in. I'm getting serious. so. She's not getting that serious. Uh, yeah, I was just picturing a who's on first routine where she tells that anecdote and i say seriously she says, yes 
Avatar. <sighs> Avatar's real now. <laughs> Avatar's real now. Only a matter of time. Oh my god. It makes me feel bad for those poor men. Remember all the men? Remember all the men? I yes. Don't think, I don't think that needs any further explanation. <laughs> all the men, what, in the audience in the movie? <laughs> um Remember after Avatar came out, there was that little rash of depressed men because oh. they were like, I can't live in a different world now because the Navi aren't real. Oh, I, I knew that people became really emotionally attached to it, but I didn't know about that. That's wild. Yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, here Avatar is real and I'm like, oh, oh, if only they knew. Avatar is real. Such Avatar things must real. come, but woe unto the woman through whom it comes. That's exactly what I was thinking. What's that from? It's a Bible, Bible? reference. The Bible, should have guessed. <laughs> okay, so she opens it up to more questions, and I try to set up a question that's not just like, listen, lady. <laughs> Cats yeah. and dogs exist for their own purposes. They're not just for you. Because that's not a question. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so often when it does come to a Q&A time, sometimes I just can't formulate anything that's that I feel either raises a problem that I see, but in a subtle way that might help them kind of naturally confront it. Mm-hmm. Or just like, okay, I feel like I understand your deal and I don't. And I object. <laughs> but I, I just have no constructive thing to add to it. I feel like all the questions that occur to me, I know how you're going to answer them. Mm, like, okay. I feel like I would be sitting there having a hard time thinking, what can I possibly ask that would penetrate this or give some kind of useful info? So uh, I'm feeling your pain and wondering what you came up with. Okay, here we go. Okay, so since cats' primary purpose is about us, but there are twice as many homeless cats in the U.S. as cats with homes, so are they just unemployed? Or it's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. No, it's actually a very, very good question. Um, I've tapped into the feral cat colonies, and I worked with a lot of cat rescue organizations. I'm from Europe, so um, I'm moving over here, but um, I've, I've lived in Europe for the last 20 years. And I work with a lot of animal rescue organizations in Spain, because in Spain there's a lot of, you know, feral cats. And the cats show me that they have a purpose too. They uphold the energies for the area that they live in. So it's kind of heartbreaking because a lot of times the people want to chase them away, but actually the feral cat colonies, they, they're energy workers. They uphold the energy of that area that they live in. So they have a beautiful purpose. Good question. Thank you. That was a good question. Thank you. But it turns out even feral cats are here to serve the land. <laughs> On behalf of humans. Right. Of course. This is all oh. about us again. So someone else asked a question about cat allergies. What's going on there if you're allergic to cats? Great question. If there are ascension guides and yeah. you're allergic to your ascension guide, that sucks. <laughs> good point. <laughs> never thought of that issue of uh, right. being allergic to your spiritual guide. You're right. Someone in the back just sniffling. Oh, excuse my, me. My spiritual guide has dander. Yeah. What do I do? Excuse me. I really want to be. <laughs> I, I really want to be enlightened, but I, I post-nasal messages for me here. From my calico. <laughs> um, okay. So if you have a cat allergy, you probably burned witches at the stake with their cats and you need what? to clear your karma. What? Oh, no. 
Oh, no. Does she help with that? Is that a service she offers? I, no, it didn't seem like it. All right. She she was kind of cagey about it. The answer was quite long, but I'm pretty sure that's what it boiled down to. She was like, those of us who love cats, we were probably witches with the cats. And, you know, some of us got burned. And, well, you probably have karma. And so I think she was saying. That's why you have <laughs> you allergies. You one of the people who burned us at the stake. Wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is a good moment to mention from the book. I always feel like uh, I'm on trauma watch now for you. If someone like oh, mentions you. trauma, got a report to carry. Your feline companion will feel your inner upheaval, your emotional blocks, stress, insecurities, and fears. She feels, sees, and senses what you have buried deep down in your subconscious, uh. your, your childhood programming, your emotional traumas, oh, your is- fear of rejection, and of not being good enough. Wow. Golly. This is like getting invasive. She knows a lot. She knows a lot. And look at her. And yet she just trots around. You know all of this? You're asleep on the job. Golly, you know all of this? Barely lifting her ears. (laughs) Okay, so one person asks the question, says, I adopted this cat. She's eight years old, but like she's really heavy and I don't really know what to do for her. I'm like worried about her health and this is when she's like no 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 healer cats are often fat this is her words okay healer cats are often fat they need more energy in their body in order to soak up negative energies and store them safely don't do anything about this okay okay hope your vet agrees (laughs) and uh that was more or less it we closed out on another meditation talking to our cats and i gotta tell you Whatever Golly said to me, I did not remember. Okay. So it did not change our lives. I (laughs) wrote it down, but I have everything besides the thing I wrote it down on. Well, Golly, if you need to reiterate, uh, Carrie's here. Yeah, well, you know, when we did the little exercise, she told me that her purpose had nothing to do with me, which was, I agree with her. It was so clarifying because that's exactly what I already thought. (laughs) How helpful. So so good that you are here to provide that, Golly. That's so nice of you. Thank you for existing just for me. Okay, so uh, I will share from the book, Your Cat's Seven-Step Guidance System. Oh, okay. Ready for this? Yeah. My cat wrote this? Yes. Okay. One, take your cat's messages seriously. Why is she writing in third person? Number two. Okay. Recognize how your cat reflects your issues. Okay. Three. Go inwards. Are you on track? Question mark. Okay. Four, make changes in the right direction. Five, do what you love. Okay, this again. Six, just be happy. Okay, great. And seven, see your cat as your guide and barometer. Okay, great. It was funny, later on, she had, and she did, you know, elaborate on all those. There was a paragraph for each one. Other places, she would have you do things like, oh, write down all the things that you feel are holding you back or, Mm. you know, write down various other reflections that you have. And I thought, well, this is helpful. This is journaling. This is just reflecting on what's bothering you or occupying your thoughts or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Sure, that's helpful. No cat communication involved or and necessary. Was it a, even about your cat or was it just general yeah, life stuff? It was kind of within the general rubric of 
keeping communication open with your cat and being aware of what your cat is saying to you. And it was helping to, I think, sort of prime you to be ready for these messages. Mm. But in my mind, I was thinking, oh, well, just the act of writing these things down will be helpful to you. Sure. I'm thinking out loud on paper. As a thought exercise. Totally. There was something she said that felt a little Scientology-ish to me. And now I'm trying to remember what it mm. was. And I know- I'm listening. Okay, here's one of these few easy exercises you can do on a daily basis to embody a lighter and happier vibe. And tell me if this sounds a little Scientology-like to oh, you. Oh, okay. Think happier thoughts. Whenever you catch Be yourself... if you want <laughs> Yeah, to. that's Raylian. Whenever you catch yourself having a negative thought that brings you down, say, cancel. Whoa! And replace it with a happier thought. <laughs> I, okay, I mean, like I, I was with, I was like, ah, this is gonna be like CBT stuff, but then you said cancel, cancel. Whoa, okay. In quotes. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Scientology light. Yeah, interesting. Was wonder, there any more like that? Wonder if she encountered that in Spain or wherever she was. Uh, nope, I don't think so. I don't think anything else kind of raised that flag. Okay. Yeah, uh, 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 flag base. Yeah, hard to know because also like Scientology. It now is the biggest name in that space. But some of those things come from like general semantics and some earlier oh. linguistic movements that okay. branched off and some became science, like, you know, the CBT movement, but mm. others not as good. So, yeah, it could have been borrowed from some earlier antecedent. Yeah, it could be. But anyway, yeah, that's wild. Anyway, that is Sylvie Sterling. What a name. Not Sterling Silver, but Sylvie Sterling. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I just noticed that. I wonder if it's an assumed name. Uh, yeah, Because it's cool. I certainly didn't find a robust film executive career tied to a Sylvie Sterling. Good point, good point. Maybe it was a different name. But I'll gladly stand corrected if it turns out maybe she was operating under a different name. Oh, totally, yeah. Maybe this was in Europe and I just, uh, I don't get the search oh, results I expect. Oh, good point, good point, good point. Well, Sylvie Sterling, if you're out there, we would love to have you on. We'd love to have you interview our cats. Sure. Contact us. Through yeah. our cats. Through, <laughs> through <laughs> our cats, that's right. That's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Yes, please do. Uh, We're talking to you. We could use your support. Yes. If you enjoyed these investigations. Especially you, Abigail. Thank you, Abigail. Thank you, Abigail. Uh, MaximumFun.org slash join. Yeah, become part of the family. Get a bunch of bonus content. That's right. Or you could leave us a positive review. Mm-hmm. I should say and or. You could do both. You could do all of this. Then you'd be one of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend. Call your mother. Explain to her what a podcast is. Then tell her to listen to this podcast. Or stare deeply into the eyes of your cat and telepathically say, what do you think about Onrek? Telepathically. And uh, let us know what your cat says. Tell us through our cats, though. And remember, this is a cat quote. She began each chapter with a new cat quote. About cats or from a cat? From a cat. From a cat. Here okay, we go. so this is Milo. I wish for me and my fellow cat that we get to be part of our humans' awakening, that we are being honored and appreciated for it, that I am not only seen as the funny little guy, but recognized as a higher being. I am so much more than the sweet and fluffy feline people see in me. I can show them a whole different side of me. This is my wish to humans, 
Sending you so much love, Milo. I don't think that's a real cat. Hey there, this is Drea Clark. This is Alonzo Duralli. And this is Sparta! Iffy. Listen, I got 300 on the brain. We just watched the movie 300 in honor of our 300th episode of Maximum Film. That's right. And to celebrate this major milestone, we brought back original co-hosts Ricky Carmona and April Wolf. But just for this one episode, right? Oh, Iffy, you know we could never replace you. Some of the voices have changed over the years. Heck, the name of the show has changed too. But through it all, Maximum Film remains... The The movie movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white guys. Deal with it. Find this and all 300 episodes of Maximum Film anytime on MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.